This week on Myopia Defend Your Childhood. Myopia Defend Your Childhood is so named because I believe we are short-sighted on the things we watched as kids. So every week we watch a movie that one of the panelists grew up watching and see if they hold up from comedy to cartoons, horror to action. And for this season, the last Thursday of each month, we're doing a TV show in our Myopia Morning segments. We watch Saturday morning cartoons and afternoon classics. So find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. How will you stand when we put your past on trial? Myofeed of Inner Childhood is a member of the ESO Network and produced by Dude Letter Podcasting. I feel safe saying we all went through childhood. Looking up to someone or something or uh, whether it's fictional or real life, uh, cartoon character, um, anyone as a hero. Superman, The Rifleman, Michael Jordan, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and for me, Batman. Most of my childhood was consumed with Batman, whether it was the movies, video games, collecting action figures, uh, some comics, or one of my all-time favorites, the 90s animated series. But no matter what, if it had Batman in it, I loved it. Yes, even the Batman and Robin film featuring Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy, uh, Uma Thurman and Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger. Uh, as a kid, I loved those. Some, you know, make question, well, why Batman? You know, you think a child Someone with more superpowers or abilities would be captivating to a kid. Someone like Superman or the X-Men, which both had their own cartoons in the, the 90s and video games. But let me start out by saying, I have always and probably will always dislike Superman. He's too powerful, man. He's boring. His enemies are boring and his story is boring. Batman, on the other hand, is mysterious. All of the characters in his world give off some kind of mischief. You're always questioning their morals, uh, the morals of their personalities. Are they good? Are they bad? As a kid, I loved the idea uh, that this detective, this hero, has access to all these different gadgets. The uh, bat grapple, batarangs, his vehicles, the Batmobile, uh, the Batwing. All those were just so awesome. Whatever situation he was faced with, there seemed to be a gadget that helped him uh, get out of any problem. Shark repellent. I mean, shark repellent. Saved his life. My discussion today uh, kind of formed from multiple memories and current things taking place right now in my life. My daughter is starting to catch on to different cartoons, different characters. Uh, she knows who Spider-Man is. When she sees him out in public... <laughs> well, not actually Spider-Man in public, but, you know, Spider-Man shirts, toys, stuff with Spider-Man on it. She'll point and say, look, Spider-Man. Could this be an early stage of a love for a superhero? 
could this be a character, you know, that she latches onto the stuff that I'm thinking about? And, you know, whether it is or it isn't, I do know that as a father that has a love for these kind of things, I will soak up every moment of it because what's happening today could just be a temporary thing. It could be something that doesn't carry over into tomorrow. And I think it goes without saying that as kids, we take our parents for granted. Well, when it comes to actual everyday responsibilities. So, mom cooked us dinner. Dad brought home a paycheck. Or vice versa, dad cooked us dinner. Mom brought us home a paycheck. You know, these are things that just kind of happen every day in our lives. Things, as kids, we we know it's there, but we don't know the the weight of of what it is that they're doing for us. And without these things, we wouldn't be where we are today. But, but, even though I am so grateful for the things that my parents did to take care of us, my brother, my sister, myself, it's the memories that involved my heroes, my interest, the things that they did that incorporated these figures, you know, that I remember most. These are things that I honestly analyze the most and things that, I think of almost on a daily basis. You know, I can recall going to see the awful 1998 Godzilla movie while we were on beach vacation. After that, I picked up the CD and uh, jammed out to that for, for a long time. And the time where my parents and grandparents took me to see the awful... Batman and Robin movie in 1997 while my arm was still wrapped up in the cast. A cast that I wore because I fell at a playground and broke my elbow. And the day that I had to go to the hospital to get the cast put on is the day that my brother came home from the hospital of getting his stitches out from doing some kind of dance move on the kitchen floor and he busted his chin on the floor by slipping and falling on it. I mean, these are things that kind of so, there are things that just kind of link into your head and then go on for years and you don't think about it. And then once you start, you know, once you start thinking about this one thing, all these other memories start coming back. And it's just crazy how, how you can pinpoint these things. But back to where what I was saying, you know, Batman and Robin 1997, uh, Godzilla 1998, you know, these are awful movies. But to me as a kid, I loved these movies. I loved the Batman and Robin movie with Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, Bane. Yes, one of the cheesiest movies to date. But at the time, I loved it. At the time, I feel like, you know, my childlike of a brain didn't know what critically bad entertainment was. If it had Batman in it or some science fiction story to it, I loved it. My daughter is a few months from being three, and she's picking up on these different pop culture icons, these different superheroes, uh, science fictional characters, and you know what? I plan on being there right beside her to see what stands out to her. Will her interest in Spider-Man grow? As much as I'd love to see her nerd out over Spider-Man the same way that I did over Batman... I can easily say that I would love to watch her develop an interest in just about anything. 
because I feel like the people around her will support her for the things that she loves. The same way the people around me when I was a kid had supported me. When I was young, I can recall a time when my grandmother had bought me this giant 24 by 36 inch uh, Batman puzzle that took us some time to put together. Uh, at least a couple trips. Once that puzzle was finished, uh, my grandmother and I glued it on a piece of cardboard, signed the back of it, and I had kept it for years. And hung it on my walls, uh, put it behind my bed. I mean, it was always around with me, moving from uh, house to house. You know, everywhere we went, that poster had gone with me. And, you know, that is something that, as a kid, I will always remember, and it's something that I'll cherish as an adult. And I want to see that for my girl. I'm not sure who uh, she will grow up to love. I'm not sure if she will even pick up on a hobby or uh, an interest in some kind of fictional character. And if not, that's okay. But if she does find love in a character, in a fictional world, in another dimension, then I think as a parent, it's not just my goal, but it's, it's our goal as parents to support and love our kids in whatever it is that they love. If my daughter's interest in Spider-Man grows into a level, I will be ecstatic. I will be excited. I will be so happy. But if it drops off here in the next couple months and she picks up an interest in Daniel Tiger, which she already does have an interest in, in Daniel Tiger, uh, or My Little Ponies, or... If it gets into something when she gets older, fishing, hunting, I don't know. Something that I think is cool, but I don't do. I would still do it for her. Not only do I think that allows your kid to be a happier kid, especially in the world that we live in, but it allows you to build a stronger bond between your kid and yourself. It allows them to look back when they grow up and go older and think, wow, my parents did this kind of stuff because they knew that I was interested in it. They knew that I loved it. And that makes you, makes me makes my wife, makes my parents, my grandparents, pretty cool parents. So, no matter who it is, Batman, Spider-Man, the Rifleman, Jeff Gordon, some fisherman, My Little Pony, Daniel Tiger, Whoever it is, whoever it is, or no one at all, whatever my daughter, whatever she decides to love and take interest in, is the thing that I will take love and interest in as well. To form that bond with her, 
to get just a little bit more of understanding of her personality. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode of Parent Quest. Um, I know it's outside of the normal interview format, but this is something special that I wanted to do. And, uh, yeah, so, please, head on over to anchor.fm parentquest, leave me a voice message, and, uh, ask me a question, tell me your thoughts, uh, anything is appreciated, just like, uh, this incredible, incredible fan review here of our last episode with Phil Taylor. Hey, Kyle. It's your mom. Hey, your Phil Taylor interview was awesome. But you know what I loved about it the most? Was your background Star Wars music. I never realized how much I love that music. All right, have a good one. Bye. And while you're at it, why don't you head on over to Twitter? Head on over to Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Twitter is at ParentQuestPod. Facebook and Instagram are ParentQuest. And uh, give me a like, a follow, a sub, um, you know, to, to get updates on the most recent episodes, which release every Wednesday morning. Uh, my social media is the best way to get those updates. Uh, you can also do it on your favorite podcast platform, whether there's a subscription button, a follow, or a like button. Um, anything helps. Anything helps. And, like I said, voice messages, guys, girls, kids, parents, grandparents, leave them. Let me hear your thoughts. As for this week's episode of Parent Quest, my quest is complete.